Hello and welcome to the DTS Fuck podcast. This uh, no, no, no. Episode. Nope. Hello and welcome to the DTS podcast. I'm Tony. Nope. <laughs> That's Derek. Derek's nope. pissed off. Do you what are we just, doing here, Tony? What are we doing? Do you just want to start and explain maybe why you're pissed just, off? Or? Just tell people what we're doing. What what day is it, Tony? Uh, today is uh, Mother's Day. Yep. It which is just... Sunday, May 12th. Mm-hmm. Which Sundays have religiously for the last few weeks have been what? Uh, it's Game of Thrones Day. Yeah, yeah, it's Game of Thrones Day. That's right. Pretty, this is... a pretty, pretty big day. Yeah. You're not I, wrong. I look, I look forward to this day every week, especially today being Mother's Day, right? I am getting the hint that you don't like this episode. I don't want to bury the lead, but this fucking episode might have made me not like Game of Thrones anymore. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, that Yeah, don't bury the lead on me, but that... I'm... Uh, is a hot take. My heart rate is so high from being so angry for the majority of this episode. I, yeah, my initial reaction, obviously, this is an insta take, okay, but this is uh, Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 5. This is, I don't know what they're going to call it, the fall the of fucking King's thing? Landing or the something. Fuck, the fucking Yeah, well, Mad Queen is what they should call it. Um... I I'm kind of speechless, man. This this episode did so many things that I liked, and then it was just wildly what? predictable. I liked a lot of the stuff, the Sandor stuff. I liked. Okay, um, there's two threads. There's two threads in this entire. Not to, and we'll go through like we normally do. Yep. There's yep. two. There's there were two threads the entire episode that I actually enjoyed. Number one, uh fucking sorry the wife was walking down the, the stairs and <laughs> fucked me up. Uh, n- number one was jamie and Tyrion. sure that brought tear to my eye my dude yep. tear to my eyes like hand to the lord a tear to my eye that okay. was some legit good acting great storytelling and really pieced together jamie paying that back or rather Tyrion paying it back to jamie right i'm with you right yep good good brother stuff good really good brother stuff now the only other part that I liked was Arya and, and Sandor. Arya and Clegane. That yeah. was fucking baller. Like, yep. that really hit me in the feels. It worked really, really well. Until Arya separated from Clegane. Then I didn't give a fuck. Until Arya peaced out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I Tony, tell me why I should like this episode. I don't have a good answer. Because this episode was every... I feel like... It was everything that you might have predicted. However, everything that you definitely did not want to happen. You yeah, got, this is the stuff that I predicted. Like, I hope they don't do this. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is how I feel like it could end, but I really don't want them to do this. Yep. You know, Danny goes full Mad Queen. John realizes she's fucking that out shit there. crazy. Tyrion stays with her despite Varys's warning. Varys gets offed. You get the Clegane Bowl, which wasn't that great. It, it was good, but it wasn't it was, that great. It was, I mean, on a shit episode, it was the best part about that episode. Yeah, but I wish it would have been, I don't know, better. I don't know what I was expecting, but... You know you know what I, would, I wish you know, it, I I was it would have been better. I wasn't expecting, oh, there's my brother and the bitch that should die. I'll just let her walk by. Oh, yeah, that that did get Dude, are you fucking bit. retarded? The, the way they off some characters in this episode was the pretty fa- unceremonious. The way that they offed Jamie and Cersei. Talk about yeah. the the one of the biggest bad guys. Literally, probably the biggest bad guy of the show. 
eight well, seasons, Cersei Lannister. No, Cersei Lannister, the guy. And she's just like, I don't want to. Do we know for sure they're dead? This isn't a Marvel movie. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. This isn't a Marvel movie. And I mean, DB, the D's talked about it at the, after the episode thing. Yeah. Okay. So. I. I, I <clears throat> yep. Yep. yep, yep, yep. <sighs> Tony, this episode fucking sucked. Yeah. Um, I, I've, I've, here's, here's where I've been. And I think you've been on the same boat with me, right? So I have done everything in my power since the first episode of this season, this season yeah. to really not go towards that side of man. They're really fucking game of Thrones up. Right. I really sure. tried to make sure that we were not those people because I don't want to be that guy. Like I don't want to nitpick so badly where I'm like, they've ruined the show, but dude, this sh- episode was just astronomically bad yeah i i really do have to think about it because oh they they just didn't do so many things like okay nothing at winterfell no bran no sansa no sansa no brienne no brienne no braun no tormund no 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 nothing they just basically threw the finger up at anything that was not directly related to king's landing which is what Um, we talked about episode one we said sure i I, I said once they're done in the north it's not going to matter they're going to go right to king's landing and that's exactly what they did yeah and you know the the shitty part is there was no payoff for so many potential storylines so they, they did nothing with um, any of the prophecies, no Valonqar, no Azor High. They didn't do anything with these little hints that they dropped about the Dornish army and the Highgarden army. Um, nobody came to the rescue. Like it, it was bad. I, you know, it was bad. I, I think, um, reading all those fan theories. Yeah. Really gets you right. Yep. Really gets you riled up. You know, the, the wife had mentioned, you know, somehow, some way, there's some kind of maybe just more going on here. You know, the Night King idea, warging into the Night King. Maybe there's another dragon. And then the internet catches fire with, hey, this band has more dragons on it. Maybe there's more dragons. And I was like, mm. fuck yeah. Then someone's like, well, she bathed in fire before. Maybe she's a dragon. Like, I was all in on some kind of twist that he's looking in the sky as if he hadn't seen a dragon before right. when he killed one an episode ago. I I did like how they made that though look like it might have been a bird or something um, for like a split second. But I don't like how she avoided every single attack possible. Tony, last episode, they're chilling and these fuckers get not one, but two direct hits and kill a fucking dragon. Three. Three hits. Three hits and kill a dragon. Yep. Somehow this time she just directly dive bombs them and they're just like, I don't know what to do. It wrecks the whole thing. Yeah, man. The suspension of disbelief can only go so far. That's ridiculous. You had two. You could have done the same thing and last time you ran. You're right, you're right, and you're wrong. <laughs> I guess that's a joke. You're on. You're on. <laughs> yeah. Talk about somebody on. who's a bitch. That motherfucker has two hands and lost a battle to a one-armed dude. Yeah, what what was so stupid about this, right, is so many so many times they show they show the Iron Fleet uh with like these big cannons. 
You're you're just chilling, just chilling, right? So listen, 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 listen. Let me explain why this is so fucking. Re- I almost said the R word, but it's so stupid. Yeah, no, ridiculous. Is ridiculous. Yeah, this is why this is ridiculous. It's probably like four times throughout the show, they show Cersei looking out on the bay, and the Iron Fleet, they're like way out there, like yeah. like a fucking mile into the ocean, and somehow Euron just. Happens to roll up on shore after he jumps off the boat. Like, come on, man. The best swimmers in the world can't swim that far. Just somehow swims that far. I mean, Michael Phelps is his way to the fucking shore. He's full dressed. No problem. Nope. With with his weapons. You know, the sea and the ocean, it's not like it's 40 degrees all the time year round or anything. Not a big deal. I mean, suspension of disbelief, Tony. It's fine. Oh, And then he rolls up at the exact time. That Jamie comes by. Like, come Dude, on, man. But you, here's, uh, and this is really dumb to nitpick, but okay, Tyrion says, hey, there's going to be a boat waiting. So clearly that had to be the, the boats right there, right? Yeah. Who the fuck's with the boat? Who put the boat there? <laughs> well, Someone Davos. Will be there. Davos. No. Someone will be there. There was no one there for them. Well, he said the boat will be there. He didn't say somebody will be there. I don't give a fuck, dude. Who it, put the boat there? Yeah. You're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> And, uh, I, yeah. 107 beats per minute. Is that what you're at right now? Yep. Yep. Oh, well, man. that's 10 minutes ago. Let's go ahead and just, let's just, just give a quick update. Well, what's the new game here on the Game of Thrones Insta take <laughs> where I check my heart rate because of how fucking angry I am. Let me check my heart rate here. Let's check see. 10 minutes ago, I was at 75. What were you at? Uh, I'm at 116 beats per minute currently. That is a lot. I am not that high. Yep. Um, so... I'm Heart at rate 76. Yep. Nope. You need to get more fired up about this episode. I'm pretty fired up. Um, okay. So let's 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 re let's pull it back in here. I'm gonna try. Yep. yep, yep, I'm gonna yep try yep, to pull. Yep, I'm gonna try to yep, focus yep, here. Yep, yep, start. Yep, yep, start. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I didn't say lift your shirt and show me your titties. Jesus oh, sorry. Christ. I thought that's what you were getting at. <laughs> Although you know what? Talk about a show that's had so much nudity in it that has had no nudity whatsoever in any of the season. Oh, uh, Bron got some titties. That was it. Bron got titties. That was it. Yeah. What's that? I know I'm just saying like this show built its back on having titties and now it's like no titties none um I was really I I think the best way to do this like usually we go through the show and obviously you if you're listening to this you watch the show right so let's let's go through the characters and what they did in the episode um because that is really what this episode is about is closing up a lot of these characters right so you know this, the episode starts off with Varys, and as soon as you see him writing a note, he gone. You knew it. Yeah. You yeah. knew it. Once Even you see if, the word Ned Stark on there, you're yeah. like, yeah, he did. Even if you avoided the spoilers that came out a few days ago that said Varys was going to get off by Dragonfire, you knew, you wouldn't know. I mean, that's right. not even a spoiler five seconds into the show. Um, I thought it was pr- pretty epic that... Uh, Danny's talking to him, and Drogon just creeps out of the darkness. There was some very cool... Miguel Sapochnik did some very cool cuts um, of directing in this episode. That was one of my favorite scenes. I loved the scene between Tyrion and Danny with with just their faces. I loved, loved, loved that a lot. What I didn't love is when they finished that, it was a quick cut of Danny Turner. I didn't like the transition out of that, but I liked that a lot. Um... And then I think my third favorite is towards the end of the episode where Arya finds her way out of King's Landing, which I thought was a very cool moment. Yeah. So Varys kind of, 
Is it is it done or is there something that Varys did? So I mean, he he was writing a few different letters. <clears throat> Presumably, sure. he got some of those letters off. Uh, and... I think I think for sure he got some of those off. Yeah, and they specifically mentioned that Jon Snow is Aegon Targaryen. Correct. Um, at least the ones that the one that we saw. Um, and I don't I don't really understand what the rings were. He I didn't his... understand. Yeah, I didn't understand the rings, and obviously him burning that letter, I, I could understand, but yeah. I didn't understand the rings part. I don't. I'm try. I was trying to think back and harken back to previous various things, and I don't, the last I don't really know. Years ago, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that's a. Is that a symbol of the, like, hey, I'm the I'm the information guy, or what? What is it? Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure something will come out this week about what that was, and yeah, I think so. we'll probably talk about it this week. But yep. Um, so Varys, Varys dying was not a big deal to me. Um, I thought he was going to die a long time ago. So him dying, I didn't expect it to be Tyrion trying to suck up to Danny and yeah. throwing him under the bus. I did well, not see that. What 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 I thought was so ironic about this is you know the whole arc of Tyrion over the last two seasons has been that he keeps fucking up right, and not not doing right by Danny. And the one time he does right by Danny is the biggest fuck up because yep. she goes absolutely apeshit all over the red. He made the absolute wrong choice. Yeah, and who I mean, you don't know what would have happened with Varys otherwise. I feel like John might have said something because yeah. Var- Varys goes to John like, hey. Uh, wink, wink, nod, nod. Uh, your coin was flipped, and uh, that means I know you're a fucking Targaryen. Right. So, and John just basically tells him to fuck off too. So fuck him, himself, him, yeah. him and uh, Tyrion and John are just, is my mind equally responsible for this. But the the thing that I've run into with issues, the, the piece I take umbrage with, I guess if you will, yeah. is the fact that in the scene between Tyrion and uh, and Danny. She says Jon Snow betrayed me. And he's like, no, no, Varys did. And she's like, no, Varys knows because Jon told some bitches and then they fuck told you and then you fuck told Varys. So you fucked up, he fucked up, and Jon fucked up. But I guess I'll only kill Varys. Like, I'm sorry. What? Yeah. yeah. Uh, all I can do is sigh at that because some of this stuff doesn't, they don't really connect the dots. I mean, this, this painting that they're trying to portray looks like a third grader did it. I mean, that that's absolutely correct. Yeah. Um, you and I could have fucking wrote this better in two years. It, it's literally like maybe she put all three of their names in a hat and just pulled it out. <laughs> I guess it's Varys. You yeah. gotta die. Like, it just seems so, yes, Varys had to die, but the reason that he had to die wasn't really, and even he says in the episode, I hope I deserve this. Well, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, Man, he's he didn't. not wrong. He yeah. did. He's he's the clear by by definition of traitor though. He is the clear traitor. Obviously, every, everything, sick. everything, yes. everything holistically as a viewer, you realize that he's in the right here, but he's clearly the traitor. On so, the surface, but but, and she doesn't know this, but we as the viewer ready, know ready that to drop bombs, but he keeps on forgiving. We we know that Varys that has been said? that person. No, you said on the surface he looks, and then I said he looks calm and ready. Yeah, Varys has always been that person that has flipped back and forth. Like, sure. and he says it. He's like, I've served more kings than anybody up in this bitch. Uh, I know what's up. Yep, and and I think that that's why we are so um, okay with him dying. Like, we get it. Varys has yeah. been the information whore of this show, knows everything, has everyone everywhere. So him dying, I mean, whatever, I guess. Yep. 
It, it, was, it was his destiny, and they destiny. they told they told you two seasons ago that it was going to happen. So I, you know, toasted he got. Yeah, he got toasted. That's for sure. Who do you want to talk about next? You want to talk about Tyrion? You know, sure. Let's talk about Tyrion for a little bit. So, um, go ahead. So Tyrion starts. We've talked a little bit. He starts off basically ratting out Varys for all intents and purposes. Trying to right? suck up to Danny. Really trying to suck up to Danny. I don't know that he's trying to suck up as much as he's just trying to be like, you know what? He's trying I'm, to buy a little I've been, time. I've been fucking up, and now I'm just going to try to do what's what I think is right. Serve the queen the best way I can. You know, I th- I, I don't know. Man. He immediately Tyrion's turns a little on bitch. That's, that's he's not, such a little no, bitch. Listen, he is not thinking that way because he immediately goes against doing anything good for her by letting Jamie go. Which then, you know what? Does anybody ask? Huh? Yeah, that guy locked up. Where'd he go? I, I think we're that supposed to. I think we're supposed to understand that Tyrion in this episode is on is on this emotional roller coaster. Like he's so mindfuck that he doesn't really. He's second guessing himself he like a politician. He's flip flopping he, every which way. He's caught between so so Tyrion telling Jamie, I think I'm sorry, telling Danny is to buy time to he still thinks that Dan or oh, fuck. I'm so flustered I can't get names straight. He still thinks Cersei is gonna wake up and realize that it's all okay. Tyrion does not want to see King's Landing burned to the ground. So he is doing anything he can, literally to the detriment of himself, because he knows he's fucked up beyond repair. She tells him, if you fuck up again, dead. So he he knows he's dead anyway. So he does everything he can to save the city, by also, by proxy, saving Danny herself. Um, So he's throwing everything he can at, at, at the wall and hoping something sticks. You know, he's he's telling her the truth about Varys. Well, she already fucking knows because the show, sure. Uh, fine, we kill Varys, move on, right? Then we get to don't fucking murder nobody unless if those bells are ringing, you know, we wait for the, get the bell on. We got to wait for the bells. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. just, oh, hey, you know what? Oh, my, my we, captured, we captured my brother. Well, that's fucking funny. You didn't tell me. I'm randomly in this camp now. Yeah. Hey, Davos, hook me up with a key. Hey, brother, I love you. Run away. Like, it's just, it's so... It's kind of rinse it's and exhaustive. repeat. It, 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 it's to, exhaustive. Well, to go back to what we said, you need to you need to calm the fuck down here, man. To go back to what we said at the beginning, this episode, just like Tyrion here, so predictable, but the worst thing that you would have wanted to happen with that character. I, he he helps. He's almost like helping everybody and fucking everybody at the same time. He doesn't know what the right thing to do is, so he's doing everything instead of just one thing. Yeah, I would, I would agree. It's a, it's a very, tra- he's a very tragic character, and that's yes. the epitome of tragic, um, which is why I think he's f- for sure at this point. I actually, I, I was thinking throughout the episode that he is gonna die this episode, and now I, I think all things said it. and done, I think he's gonna live. They framed it very well for him to die this episode. Yeah, I mean, those long shots of him standing there watching Danny from afar. Watching I thought the he tower. was just. Yeah, I thought the first thing she was going to do is take a big swoop and come right back onto him and burn him. Nah, I didn't think that was going to happen. But you know, I am a little disappointed that that was basically the last we saw of Tyrion in this episode as he's walking he through, yeah. walking through the uh, the graveyard of of fucking bodies and just looking at the bell tower and then watching Danny fly off. And we're going to get to Danny. We will I, get to I, Danny last, I think of everybody, but I will say that I, I did love the, 
the relationship of Tyrion and Jamie in that camp with him letting him go yeah. again. Good moment. He's he's so pleading with not only his sister in last episode, still fighting for the Lannister bloodline, still, I mean, still somewhat, yeah. and really, really pleading with his brother, and then just a really fucking like killer moment of brotherly love, like true, yeah. true brotherly. Love. I mean, that I I rolled a tear during that that monologue, like I was moved, and yep. yeah, I agree. It just, was just so well done and I, I was in on the episode at that point like I was all in and then it just really took some 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 liberties that fucked me <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> I think something that the book readers are gonna take real offense with is um, Harry Strickland just gets fucking destroyed <laughs> the whole golden company just Made to look like punk ass bitches. <laughs> yeah, it fucking bullshit. I was yeah. I was thinking, okay, Danny's attacking on the other side. That's a good distraction. Now we're gonna get a fight. Um, it, when they had the standoff and they were looking back and forth, I knew that my hopes of the Golden Company just turning tail were over. Um, Dead. I, I knew they weren't gonna uh, join the good. But then, you know, all of a sudden. Fucking just a dragon out of nowhere, boom, blows him up. Harry Strickland looking like a real bitch just gets plowed through by Grey Worm. Who, let's talk about this motherfucker because I really don't like him. Yep, I'm with you. That 100%. what the fuck, man? I don't. I, you go, you go from a guy who has no feelings, right? Has, Zero. Yeah, and he just does what he's told to. He finds love and he's compassionate, and then Loses it. he's on the complete opposite end of the spectrum right away, and he just starts killing innocent people. Like what the fuck? Like it, it. Like I said, you want to talk about some liberties? Like Grey Worm was one of the characters that I just went fuck this. This yeah, is awful. Is. They just—I don't you, know what the writers were thinking of. The, well, you, you, at the beginning, you have a nice little tender moment of, "Hey, this is the last thing." Oh, even Masande brought like a little choker thing or whatever. And he's just like, "Fuck it," throws it away. The, fr yeah. <laughs> the first thing I thought was funny is like, you see him, you see them talking, and he, that motherfucker is just like sleeping. <laughs> I was just like, Yo, right. dog, the scene's on. Like, like that's how I—that I, is the epitome of what I feel like the writers have done this scene. Like they're just kind of standing there, present yeah. but sleeping. Like they are not paying no attention. Sure, sure. And yeah, so he, then you he, got, I think just, he was, I think he got fucked the worst of, of like the characters, at least like as far as who their characters are and how they got written out of the story. Cause you know, the cast, obviously some of the cast cannot like what happened to their character arcs. And I think he got fucked the worst here, man. Oh yeah. I, I mean, think, you, I think um, John's going to kill this motherfucker. I think John's going to kill a lot of people next episode, but I've been wrong forever. So um, Here, yeah, here's the thing true. with Grey Worm is you went from someone who was like, holy shit, you know, he, he broke away from his, his master. He's no longer a slaver. He's fucking running to this army general shit. You know, he's like really good building this fucking going uphill, going uphill. Then quite, quite a fan favorite. I would even say, yeah, I, I would say so. And then, you know, the Masande thing from episode three where neither of them died. You're like, okay, so what are we doing here with Grey Worm? And then Masande dies in episode four and you're like, oh shit, Grey Worm's going to go ape shit, but not like this. Not to the point that he's literally purposely killing innocent people that have literally thrown down their weapons yeah. and said, no, I'm good. Yeah. You know, it's just. Yeah, I don't know what big, to make of it because uh, he, see, he sees Danny going crazy and all of a sudden he's just like the, the, the flip is switch and he's throwing fucking spear checking at these motherfuckers like what what happened man like what happened and john is john is obviously like beside himself he's like what the fuck 
yeah. what just happened? And, you know, he's trying to hold people back. And then they, they have that little bit of eye contact. And I thought it was about to go down between them right then. You know what I'm talking about? Where him and John saw each other. I thought John gonna, was about to They were going to fuck, yeah. I, oh. <laughs> you went the other way. Yeah, you went the other way. I didn't know. Yeah, I, didn't know. I, I thought they were going to throw down for sure. Oh, so um, I thought you meant they were just going to go where that other guy was taking that lady down that hallway. And, yeah. uh, you know. Let's uh, let's hit up the other Lannister male. Okay. So yeah, Jamie. Uh, so, fitting fitting any uh, ending for Jamie or not? You know my answer. You know my answer for everything right now. No, it's definitely not. He got fucked. No. So here's. Can I talk about Jamie? Is that cool? Go for it. So Jamie gets released from this weird camp that we do not get to, get to see him get captured by, yeah. and then and you don't get to see him leave either. Nope. So not a problem. Then, not a problem. Because you know asks, every every military camp puts all their prisoners around the perimeter, so they don't have to go through that, the entire camp. With people that literally literally just wait for someone to walk up and be like, "Oh, I outrank you. You can leave." And they're just like, "Oh yeah, I mean, I guess I'll just all of a sudden leave. the unsolid can talk. Uh, we speak yeah. the common tongue. Like, yeah. I know the English. Talk you about, want to be talk about t- ease of writing the script. Uh, we speak common tongue. Like, not a big deal, bro." Little man wants us to leave. We leave. Like, uh, what? So they show up at this camp and, you know, my boy Davos, best fucking smuggler in the land, apparently must help Jamie get out. But you don't see that. You just see Tyrion being like, hey, man, can I help? Can you help me? Right. And Tyrion goes and walks up to these fucking guards. And he's like, hey, man, I'm the hand of the king. Bounce up out of here. And they're just like, let's go get a beer. And fucking the fuck out. Let's like, go fuck some bitches. Oh, wait. Like, yeah. We gotta go rape these. Oh, we're not supposed to rape you. That's in a couple of minutes. Got it. We'll wait. Oh, wait. We don't so, even have dicks and balls. Yeah, no, like, no dicks on the unsullied. I forgot. Yeah. So he goes in, and, and Jamie's in there just all fucking horse collared up, tied up. And Tyrion lets him go, like we talked about, and just no no question. Next thing you know, he's fucking in King's Landing, like looking like an Assassin's Creed motherfucker. Right. Like he's got blades on his goddamn arms. And not a single person out of this camp is like, we had a prisoner. Like, what happened? Yeah, no exactly. one says a word about Danny it. Danny doesn't say anything about Jamie Lannister oh. leaving. You no, know, she knew he was there, but didn't know he left. Yep. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's a little unreal. I mean, I was expecting that um, Danny would use Jamie as like trade bait. Yeah, um, yeah like to get Cersei to to that knock her, knock her shit that, off. I think that would have worked. Yeah. Well, you know, obviously would've, the. The encampment, the prisoner encampment is right on the closest side to King's Landing possible. Right, yeah, uh, right on the edge uh, of the camp. Hop, hop, skip it, a jump to go ahead and get in that city. Yeah. It just, you know, and then, so you got Jamie showing up in the in the city with his fucking Assassin's Creed Ezio hoodie. And then he's running for the door, somehow misses the door that Arya and the Hound get in. And he's like, I, I guess I got to take the other way around. Right. And so he's taking this fucking side way that. Sure, somehow. I mean, you lived there. I, I get it, right? You would know. And then that's what we talk about fucking Euron just like you have entered boss mode. Yeah, Euron this so, so this is one of the this is one of the parts where again, people that want to dissect the episode, they're going to look at this and really think that this is probably one of the most like time skippy things ever, right? So, geographically, okay, where where the both the armies are meeting, the Golden Company, right? Theoretically, the closest to the uh, the Jon Snow companies, that is uh, basically as far as possible from the Red Keep. Okay, 
just geographically, right? This is the, the entire opposite end of the entire King's Landing. We haven't seen this at all in the entire series, which is why it's like barren desert, right? It's nowhere close to the sea. And the Red Keep is all the way on the other side, right? So first of all, Jamie has to get into the doors where the Golden Company comes out. And he's got to get all the way across the outer city into the inner city. Then he's got to get all the way from the inner city to the Red Keep. Uh, Mager's Holdfast? Guess what? Underneath the Red Keep. So somehow he doesn't even get into the inner city. And he's like, I'm going to backtrack all the way out of town. <laughs> I'm going to go around the sea, the sea line. Like, come on, man. It's not fucking possible. But... Like it, what whatever. I'm what I'm hearing, I, I guess what happened is maybe Jamie's Garmin messed up. You know, made, made him take a wrong turn somewhere. Took a wrong turn through the sea line. Oh. But again, the the happenstance he's just cruising along and boom, there's Michael fucking Euron Phelps yeah. showing up ready to throw down. Like, yeah, man. what the fuck's going on? Everybody's hey, a merman, don't you know that? It's he's over there smoking his ganja, winning gold medals, and ready to fight a motherfucker with one hand and loses. Yeah, a man um, with one hand should not win that battle. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I, I agree. Euron is made out to be a badass, right? He's been all over the world. He's fought giants and fought blah blah blahs and blah blah blahs but it's like that he stabs jamie fucking twice right twice right in the kidneys yeah well first of all yeah in the kidneys not in the heart not in the chest nothing like he's just like yeah i'm gonna give you the the easiest way to get out and and then he goes out like a little bitch too i killed jamie lannister and like smiley face yeah but that's what what i'm saying like i i told the wife i told the wife i said if somehow like I love, I love Jamie's character arc until that last episode when he left, sure. and I still held out hope past this that he was going to kill Cersei. Right. But he showed up to this battle, and I said, "I'm going to be pissed if he wins this because he's got one fucking hand and has said multiple times how he cannot fight." Yeah, and he when, still wins when they um, when they met up on the map, him and Cersei. Mm-hmm. Did did you think he was going to kill her? Yeah, I really thought he was just going to just quietly slide a knife into her and being like, we got to go. It, like, I, I'd rather. If that would have happened 20 minutes sooner into the episode, I would have thought he was going to kill her. But with that happening past, you know, basically the Clegane Bowl and past, Bowl and past the fire the art, and brimstone all, and all that yeah, stuff, I was, like, stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, they're just going to go down together, man. Um, Romeo and Juliet, we said it from, I mean, I said it last week. Yeah. So, fuck. Cersei. I mean, that's. that's so well, yeah, that's Jamie. Jamie gets to Cersei to, to to wrap that whole thing around and goes out like a bitch. Yep. And they go down whatever. to Mager's hold fast. They can't get back outside to the to the boat. Cersei's basically given up at that point, and conveniently, the entire keep just crumbles around. Collapses. Yep. Yep. Um, so a very unfitting end for a character with a lot of layers that they explored quite well for the first seven and a half seasons, I would say. Yeah. I feel like Jamie got a lot of good uh, good time this this season. I and really just went out like a bitch. Yeah, and you know what? I really respect Nikolai Coster-Walter because he was one of the more outspoken cast members like on the media circuit. Um, they asked him, you know, like, how are we going to fill at the end? And he was like, fuck. He's like, it sucks. <laughs> that He said it a couple different times. He's like, it really sucks. Like, obviously, he's kind of winking at us like, 
Yeah, dude, right. I got off like a bitch. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, Cersei the, the too, King man. Slayer. Cersei yeah, did he, not get the ending that she needed. No, I, I I totally agree. You can take Cersei. Yeah. So she's she goes through like all the stages of denial or grief or whatever that is, like the twelve stages. You know, she's like, uh, Kyburn's basically like, hey, you know, just let me know. Um, <laughs> I Listen. see Kyber like <laughs> fucking Mortal Kombat, like hello, like yeah. pops into the side of the screen, <laughs> <Whoopsie>. like <laughs> that's all I see yeah. when you said Kyber's just like hello, yeah. Like Kyber's like um, Grace, uh, listen, bitch, uh, Yo, this bitch. shit is about to go down, and these fucking scorpions, they gone. Uh, oh, the Iron Fleet, they gone. They gone. Uh, what do you want to do? And she's like, it's cool. Our name? our soldiers will fight for us. The Golden Company is. You know they're they're out there. They're, they're uh, not he's great, like, no, 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 they're gone as well. <laughs> um, what do you think? And she's just like, like the red keep's never been broken. It's fine. Yeah, it's cool, it's, man. It's, Meanwhile, it's Drogon is like, his fire is exploding the parapets. It's, it's that gif of like I don't even know. It's like a cartoon where he's just like sitting there and the flames are burning around him. He's like, yeah, this is fine. And she's it's, like, that's what she's doing. It's that it's, it's that meme of the Muppets where it's like. You're looking, you're looking straight at the guy like this, and then the other one, he's like looking away. <laughs> yeah, like, oh. right. Me oh, before yeah. Drogon, me after Drogon. Like, <laughs> yeah, <We gotta> go. <laughs> it's uh, it's and it's just so Cersei to stay the course, yeah, and truly believe that she is going to get out of this because she always has. Yeah. You know, she she it's has true. always gotten out of it. No matter the problem, no matter how how tall the order, Cersei has always come out on top. You know, yeah. and so you sit her seeing you sit there seeing her in this in the keep the whole time, and that the the stare off between not really stare off, but the camera cuts between her and the in the red keep tower, right? Cut Danny the Danny, yeah. and then cut into Tyrion, and just the tenseness of what the fuck's going to go down. And I think I, I think the entire episode. Cersei knows she's done. Well, and that's she, all that's all backdropped. That scene specifically is all backdropped by really dramatic music and then the bells ringing. Mm-hmm. And Danny just snapping. Yeah, exactly. That's, like, nope, this ain't good enough for me. Fuck them. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, it, they're they're trying to pull Cersei out of the Red Keep at, you know, at that point. She really spent most of the episode in that in that Red Keep until the last 20ish minutes of that show. Um, she has been watching the, who said he burned. Yeah, she, I, I keep thinking that every character got the worst ending, but I really feel for Cersei in this, and I maybe that was by design of the writers is that you're supposed to really feel for Cersei because she has been the most manipulative person the entire series. She's been the one that has played chess the best and staged all the pieces, and you know she gives the the dramatic, um, poetic endings you know she that nun lady what's her name that said shame she kills her off like the same way that she was getting tortured the the sand snake she kills off you know, it's like over and over again she is giving out the most dramatic poetic justice possible and there was none for her and maybe that's by design and that's supposed to be the the epitome and the irony of the situation is that she basically goes down with jamie and gets buried like so so let me let, let me pick out one thing you said there because I, I said the same thing is they were really trying to make you feel bad for Cersei in this episode. Sure. And brother, I don't give a fuck. 
She has burned all the bridges. Why would we? Why as? Why would we as an audience ever care about someone so vile? Well, I think I think the undertone of this episode that you're supposed to maybe on a second watch kind of start to realize is. Um, I don't know how I want to say it, but it's like the shiniest of the turds, right? And you have you have Varys basically saying like, "She, uh, Danny's gonna go mad, Queen Tyrion. Like, you need to fucking listen. We need to get John up in this bitch, solve this shit diplomatically, right?" And I think that scene where it's like Cersei, then Danny, then Cersei, then Danny, then Tyrion, then Cersei, then Danny. I started to think to myself like, uh, and when Danny starts just blowing shit up, I was like. Cersei's not that bad, <laughs> you know, and I, I think that's the undertone you're sure. supposed to get is like, you're, you're, she was so fucking awful this entire series, but look at it now. She, she, yeah. she would have been the better of these two bitches. Yeah. She, she definitely never rode a dragon and burned innocent people alive. You're definitely right. Exactly. Right. You so. know, I, it's, I, I can see where you're talking about, but man, for me, and I think for, for the wife too, just how do you, how do you feel for someone who's been so shitty yeah. the end i mean th- the show opened with her wanting a kid dead i think you can make i, I, I know i'm gonna take the devil's advocate here oh my god uh, the devil needs an advocate i think you could really make an argument if you sat down and you looked at cersei's character arc i think you could really make an argument that she is really not that bad she has gone after personal vengeance only after being wronged. Like, obviously, she goes after Tyrion because Joffrey dies. She goes after um, uh, uh, Robert because he's a, he's a fucking womanizer. Like, if you look at all these arcs, it's she's not out there just trying to take over shit. She's not out there trying to conquer lands. She just wants to keep her family. She wants to keep, stay in the Red Keep. I think, tragically, you can look back at Cersei and think she was really a fucking bitch, but she was not that out of line all the time she also wasn't fit to be a queen of the realms because she gave no fucks about the realms she cared about her last name and her family yeah you're not wrong i'm just saying hey she she did not personally kill murder thousands of people yeah yeah Yeah. We're, we're getting down to a few hard ones here right so jamie's gone cersei is gone you know, both un- both unceremoniously. Yeah, um, I think next we got to talk about Sandor and the mountain. What did you sure. think about the mountain without the armor? Really cool. I I, I thought that they did it very. well. I, I didn't. Yeah. I know. I know. I said last week that yeah, I expect to see him without the armor, but I I I, I really didn't think at this point we'd get anything that I wanted. So whatever. Right. So we get to see it, and I was like, cool. Like it doesn't look as fucked up as it as I kind of thought it would. It looks still very human esque. And it played very well on the show. I thought that it just looked very reanimated skin, not necessarily alien-esque, but sure. it looked like, you know. It looked like he had decayed monster. a little bit, yeah. and he got looks like re- a little bit of exactly. Frankenstein monster stuff. Yeah, and it looked really cool. Um, and again, talk about a, a, a thread of a show that they have built since episode three, four? Ep- well, episode Episode two is when that fight originally went down at the jousting that match. Is. Yeah, so you're you're talking seven seasons, eight years of buildup for what everyone wanted to see, which is the Clegane Bowl. It's probably do, the plot point that has spanned the farthest in the series. I do kind of wish that he would have spoken for some reason, but man, mm, him. Yeah. 
him like we can skip almost to the end because we didn't really get a whole lot until then. Bef- let's talk about let's talk about uh, uh, not Sandor but um, Gregor. Yeah, Gregor just fucking murders Kyber. Like <laughs> that bitch. was well, and that was that was a really shit. good callback because that's like his move, right? Is just right. to grab somebody by the <laughs> by the head and just slam them against the wall. Yep, All the way good. back to him killing Rhaegar's kids. Right. Um, and I don't know if we're supposed to read into that at all. Like that seems like something we're supposed to read into, but the way th- the way that the directors and the creators have been this season, it probably fucking yeah. means nothing. It was um, accidental. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, he just fucking throws Kyburn. Just Whoopsie. just throws Kyburn. Fuck him up real bad. Yeah. And then you know the whole time before that, you got them both screaming at him. Gregor, stay by me. Gregor, stay by me. And clearly. Just, concurrently you've seen sandor the hound want this forever sure you haven't seen any emotion on gregor since he died and got reanimated right and so him literally choosing to disobey what is going on because even not him knew what this meant like he knew who his brother was and knew that this battle had to happen like that was a very cool moment of hey this is about to go fucking down son yeah I was I was into it. Um, I liked it all right. I thought the way that they ended it with them going off the wall down into the dragon fire was kind of bullshit. Um, I, thought I thought it was hound, bullshit until it, I thought it was bullshit until D and D said it's only fitting for the hound to go out fire. in fire. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yep, okay. Well, I and I th- I thought that at the time, but I thought, oh, that's just kind of a cheap out, you know. Um, but I, I when. Gregor grabbed his head and was about to squish it. I thought, yeah. "Oh, this is, this can't happen, man." I two was, for two. Yeah, <laughs> I was. He's about I was. To fucking, uh, yeah, he's about to sand snake this asshole. Well, and he just he pulls a pulls a sword out of his chest. He pulls a fucking knife out oh, of. He his pulls eye. an Ari. Like Jesus Christ, man! This dude won't die. Yeah, he will not yeah, die. Okay. So, from a Gregor standpoint, I thought it was really cool. From a Sandor, from the Hound standpoint, his moment with Arya was. Again, probably the second best moment in the episode for me. It's truly touching. Very, I mean, very I, I'd selfless. I'd probably take it just because I like I like those two better than I like Tyrion and Jamie. Yeah, so I, I would say that that it's, took the number one spot. I would say it's a toss up, really. I mean, it was just so heartfelt, so well done, and, and clearly, like they played it extremely well. Of, I, I'm still on the fence of this Arya. I'm a badass. Flip the coin. Oh, maybe I'm a little bitch, and I'm still not fully on board with. Hey, we're just gonna flip flop who she is every two seconds, but that felt sure. earned. It felt earned. It it sat a little weird with me that she would rattle that way just to turn around. But I think she respects the hound enough that if he were to say that to her, she would truly listen and go, "Yeah, I gotta go." Yeah, you I don't. Know? I don't really know what the plan was with Arya at the end because I mean she's he's off to fight the mountain and she's off to kill Cersei. But I don't. I don't really know what the plan was when she just like. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs> like, yeah, she just oh, turned around and rolled out. See ya. The, the, when when the has thing, she ever been afraid to die? Like, never. Yeah, not since I mean, getting the faceless man stuff. Sure. Um, the thing that then pissed me off about all of it before we got to the actual bowl was, Kyburn dies, and then you know Cersei just calmly walks by the hound because it's no big deal, right? That fucking irritated the shit out of me. Like, I understand blinding yourself by rage. And wanting to give yourself some revenge, but brother, yeah, I, I couldn't believe that. That's how. Like, why wouldn't he just 
chop her fucking head on, off. Yeah, on her way out, just <laughs> now yeah. I can kill you. Like, come on. Yeah, that was a little shitty, but um, I thought it was fitting. Just you're I, that I, you're that far in the episode, you you know they're just doing crazy ass shit. So it's, yeah, it's fitting to the episode that she just walks by and just yeah, they just leave skates by. No big deal. Yep. Um. <sighs> Who else do we have to talk about Aria, here? Aria, we haven't talked about Arya. I mean, yeah, that's a big one. There's nothing really to say about Davos. I mean, he, whatever. Yeah, no. Um, the, yeah, Arya. Going on with, Arya's, Arya's gonna kill been, Daenerys. And I said that to the wife. I said, I think maybe Arya's gonna get both. Maybe Arya's gonna kill Danny. Oh, she's gonna definitely kill Danny. Like, but then the, the way that John she wrote off at the end. Fuck yeah, she's killing Danny. So here's what I liked about Arya's arc in this episode was her st- her talking to Clegane and then the end riding off on a horse. Everything in between, I did not like. I understand that they use her as a plot device to show the carnage, yeah. but I did not like it. I didn't like the subplot of her in this weird mom kid thing. It didn't I, do anything for I me. I probably would have. I probably would have hated it less if they didn't also do that in the last battle. They used right. her as the plot point to show the carnage in the last battle too. Yep. Yep. And um Sapochnik must just have a thing for, for little Arya. girls. I don't know. Oh <laughs> no, I was just saying the character, not Maisie Williams. Yeah. Wow. Too I, much too soon. Yeah. I really did like though that they so I didn't I don't know, man. I'm just so fucking caught up in this i liked how they did her like makeup so like she's covered in this like dust but the red is so stark against her um i like that yeah no pun intended you know what i really liked was when at the final real big blast from uh the dragon from drogon sure you see her get thrown and then they cut to something then they cut back to her yeah. And they're really honing on that side of her face. Yeah. And I leaned over and I said, she's going to be fucking fucked up like Clegane. Like, yeah. and, and I, thought, I like, thought the same thing a little bit. Manda was like, they've really put that on kind of heavy of like, she's going to wind up the same as he is, even without, even with leaving. And I'm like, that would be, I thought that would be really cool. And then they didn't right. do it. I'm like, oh, typical show. Like, I, why, why would I want something? Why would I get something I thought would be cool? Because yeah. fuck me. Yeah. Um, Man. The pale horse. Did you did you get the symmetry of the pale horse? <coughs> Excuse me. Or at least I was. I, anyway. I was trying to kind of figure that out. Like, is that is that a I, metaphor for Danny or like? I thought I took it as a metaphor of death. Because is death not the pale horse rider in the Bible? Oh, it, I mean, that like, shit's deep well, then. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I think one of the four horsemen. I I believe that they all. I believe death was the the rider of the pale horse. So to see a pale horse show up in the middle of all of this destruction could be twofold. One to show all of this death, but to two, are you using this as a forward momentum to go kill? Yeah, someone and bring someone's death. Um, boy, that's deep, but. That seems a little too deep for the way that this episode played out. Like, yeah, it, it also seems like that's what they're gonna really make you think about. Like, it also seems like something Game of Thrones would do, though. Sure, yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, I, I'm fine with that idea. Obviously, it was really important because what what I was thinking in the moment was, why are they spending like these precious twenty or thirty seconds 
with her slow-mo walking up to a horse and grabbing onto yeah. it and riding off. Like, it must mean something. Um, and I, I hadn't paid enough attention to know, like, was that her horse originally? Or, like, is that somebody else's horse that we should know about? Like, what's the deal with the horse? So, I don't Here, know. I just pulled this up. I just, I just Googled this. I don't know if this is from the actual book itself or what this is. But... I just looked this up. It says, I looked and behold an ashen horse and he who sat on it had the name death. Okay. So, so she's I mean, the I, I, Reaper. she's about to drop the scythe. I, I think that it's, it's very, very heavy handed to show a pale horse in the middle of the destruction, as well as, as we are all wishing, maybe not all of us, but most of us wishing death upon Danny. Yeah. And I mean, Arya has had such a two episode swing of the hero of the day murdering the Night King to now this scared little girl in the middle of King's Landing again. And I think that that horse was a real big symbolic. No, no. Today, like, what do we say to the God of Death? Yeah. Not today. Um, I, do, I do think that the the intent of that scene, though, with Arya is that she she's riding off to kill to Danny. murder somebody. Yeah. Kill Danny, not somebody. Yeah. Danny. Yes, to, to murder Danny. Yeah. Um, how about John? Sure. Um, I, I, I I feel the most indifferent about John, actually. To be honest, like I think John feels the most indifferent about himself. John is John is the guy that has been the same throughout the entire series. I mean, he John's is, been the he's been the moral compass of the show. He's Ned Stark, man. He's like been the moral compass of the show. Yep. And you finally get to the point that he has followed this woman down so far that he doesn't even know where his moral compass is. Yeah, he's, he's he steadfastly follows her to Varys. Yep. And it's not until she goes mad queen when they're the Lannister soldiers have innocence. given up. Yep. The Lannister soldiers have given up and he sees her mow down innocents and soldiers. Um and that is the moment that, and you don't even really get the payoff that he's like fully against her. Um, I don't. It's think, just a lot of realization. Yeah, he's just like, I, uh, what the fuck is going on here? Like, what the fuck? Right. So, I, yeah, I like the, I like the part with John when it comes to when he's it's slow motion, right? Like everything's coming down around him, and he's still such a soldier that. As he's clearly processing this in his mind of what's happening, people are running up to him, and he's just second notion. Just go. I told the wife going through the motions, just murdering these people, defending yep. himself to make sure that he stays alive because it's so built into him. But even he is questioning what he is doing right then. And then you know he sees one of the soldiers uh, grabbing this girl, and I clearly think is about to rape her. Right. Then he stabs that guy. Well, and that's he, really he lets the guy make the move though. Like that's yes, that's yes. John right there, buddy. That's the noble John, right? Yep. He's not going to hurt somebody that he's giving him the chance. Hey, run away. He doesn't. John just fucks him up. Yeah. But get this this realization all over John's face throughout most of that battle scene of he's going through the motion of I have to protect myself, my people, but somehow I have to fix this. I have to fix this. Yeah. And I, I don't think he realizes that there's no <laughs> there's no fix in it. I do like at the end where he basically calls the retreat. And gets out of there, yep. more or less. Um, he has to. Yeah, yeah. That she that I think is the redeeming quality of John is he's just like, okay, this this shit's over. Let's get out of here. Let's regroup. And I told Amanda, I kind of thought that that's why 
Danny stayed on the dragon for so long. I think she was so lost in the moment that she would have let John die. She would have burned John alive, not given a fuck about her own people, about anything, because then it would have been one less person to deal with. They didn't really delve into that, but that's kind of how I thought it was was set up of right. John's still in there. She knows he's in there, but yet she's still just wreaking havoc. And I think that's when John realized she, she'll kill me. Yeah, I think she will kill me. She's she's and she's real caught up on this. Like he told his sisters and about about this stuff, and it's kind of like, well, I mean, Bran it's, knows, it's, like, <laughs> like you know, Bran could have said something. I mean, he could have got out of this, but he could have he could have told everything the wrong way. Well, you know, John. My point is, John could have got out of this. John could have been like, no, I didn't tell her. Like, right. <laughs> Bran, Bran said that shit. <laughs> like, right. he could have just straight but up lied. But, but he is that he is that guy exactly you know and and that's got, again I think friend. part of this tragedy this episode is really about like these are who these characters are like or uh, uh, Cersei like she gets she's such an awful person but she's not as bad as Danny like and if you think about it man some of some of this entire series is on John like John. His steadfast devotion to the truth and loyal and on- loyalty and honor has definitely been the death of a lot of people. Like, oh yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of fucked up, but like he is responsible in part for a lot. He's of He's the guy, yeah. He's he's been the guy that has not only the measured approach, but also doesn't know when to play the game, which is yeah. what I think. That's why he doesn't want the throne is because he's so straightforward about it that he's going to get himself fucking killed by just telling someone the truth. Yeah. You know? And, and, so, and I think that's a big foreshadowing to maybe how he goes out next week. Like, I, I really don't know. I don't know who gets the throne now, man, because Danny, obviously I think is for sure going to die. Arya is going to fucking kill this bitch. Where does that leave the dragon? Does John die? Where does that leave John? It doesn't feel like he can live past next episode. You know, like I don't feel like he can be the one to win the throne. At this point, yeah, I just feel like he has to die. That's the culmination of his character. Is, is same as Ned Stark. Loyalty is going to get him killed. I, th- I think the full circle nature of this is that he does not get killed because he realizes that he cannot father in his follow in his father's footsteps. Okay, I'll take. I think it. it's. I, I don't I want him that, to die. I'll take it. But yeah, again, I, I think that that's. Theme of this I think episode, that's where we get. Yeah, I not, think that's not where, what we want to happen, but what we think is going to happen. But I think he's going to die. We didn't talk a whole lot about Danny uh, no. b- before we get there. I think the big thing with John is he knows that his father died because of his um, his loyalty and his honesty. And I think John, for all of his loyal and honest opinions and, and knowledge, I think he's going to realize that he has to make some kind of move. And that move is to kill Danny. And I sure. think that's what will put him on the throne but also keep him on the throne because he at that point will know really how to play that game he, he will be the one to fir- make the first move where ned sat there oblivious not making any moves john will be the one to make the first move and the last move <laughs> yeah i'm sorry to laugh but i just like randomly saw this tweet that is getting a lot of traction <laughs> <laughs> Arya needs to take that horse to the old town road. <laughs> I got a horse in the back. <laughs> okay. Uh, Danny, though, man. Can Arya Stark old town road remix, please. That'd be funny. Um, that would be. 
God, Danny, what a fucking bitch. I, I've been disappointed in life before. Yeah. Let me be, let me be hyperbolic. <laughs> but I've been boy, disappointed it, in life, you know, kids, uh, wife. Daenerys uh, Stark really, or Daenerys Targaryen, sorry, Daenerys <laughs> really fucked me up here. Uh, man, I, you saw it coming though. I mean, so to, you to saw start. It. To start with, right, you got them trying to feed her. It's been however long. They say a couple of weeks. Won't eat food. They did a great makeup job making her look fucked, making her look kind of gaunt and yeah, yeah, all all nasty and gross and angry and losing it and spinning out of control and just looking like a woman spurned. And you know, it just it jumped down from there. They they kill Varys. You see the fire. You see the fire in her eyes as she's speaking. You know, they have that conversation and she threatens Tyrion. Hey, if you fuck up again, you're done. You know, yeah. just a lot of intensity with with her. And then you get to the battle and, you know, dude, again, what what more can I say? An episode ago, they were just flying along. A dragon gets fucking got and she's freaking the fuck out. This time she die bombs them and they apparently can't get a single shot off and she just burns all of them alive. Like, that's a lot to <laughs> and they they give you a big enough fuck you that it's like okay she dodged one and now she's gonna fuck them all up yeah but it's just like i just i man there's a lot of suspension of disbelief that i was not on board with with her if the dragons were this powerful all along what were we doing the entire season yeah i mean you can only ask us to go eh, for so long like sure you killed a dragon last week via the same thing that a dragon did not die this week doing. You know, you did not have the drop on them. They were literally seeing you jump out of the sky and they're just like, uh, and that was it. Like, right. you know, okay. I understand slight hesitation, but then at a certain point you, you don't have anything on the fucking, on the castle walls. That bitch is sitting on the castle wall for minutes on end. Yeah. Minutes on end. Nobody yeah. shoots her. I thought like, I did think that when she kind of, posted up on that Perched up. parapet. I thought she was going to get caught. Oh, for sure. I thought, I thought, oh, there's going to be a scorpion, man. And Because yep. I, I, I didn't see Kyburn. You didn't see Kyburn when they cut to Cersei inside the keep. I'm like, right. fucking Kyburn's on top of the keep with another scorpion and a fucking shooter down. Yep. Nope. You know, again, me thinking that I think something cool might happen. Yep. Just yep. weird cuts between them and whatever. They, Danny's arc just, it, it essentially summed up and again, I don't, I led with this and I don't, I'm going to, I'm going to harp it a little harder. I don't want to be this guy for this season, but it essentially, it, encompassed why I'm so angry at this season that you took such a beloved character that you were fighting to win, who believed in all of her heart that she was the one that was going to fix everything and take it back for the Targaryens and not be a tyrant and not be this person. And yeah. you didn't give it to us and not giving it to us is one thing, but you, literally flipped it the entire opposite direction and then was just basically a big fuck you to us the viewer as just sitting there watching her doing something so heinous as if she does not i mean yeah it's tough man it's tough because she how much fire can a dragon make dude I mean, that, that dragon's got, like, vape lungs. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> that dragon's blowing clouds, dog. Yeah. How, how much fire does a dragon have, man? Where does it come from? Like, the I don't bowel, understand. Dog. And why all of a sudden is the dragon fire so, like, an explosion? So yeah. 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 Why is, Again, why is it so the, fucking powerful? The wild suspension of disbelief that you have to have to watch season eight of Game of Thrones has been cumbersome. 
I, I mean, I think that they kind of set up the fact that the dragon fire is that powerful when the wall came down, you know, but still, though, several times throughout the season, throughout the seasons, you if see it the was dragon this, fire and it's not, it's not exploding shit. If it was this powerful, why did she not take out the fleet last week? Yeah, I am. I don't know, but man. It's fucked you know up, what I'm right? saying? Like, it's like, hey, don't don't ask what I'm doing over here. Just look at what I'm doing down here. Yeah, and it all doesn't of a sudden, work, man. All of a sudden, Drogon's got fucking moves like Jagger. Like, <laughs> sure, come dog, on, man. He's Michael Jackson of the Dragon community. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's fucking moonwalking and shit. Yep. He's over there so, going <laughs> with fire coming out of his throat. Do, do you think this horse Bran had anything with that? You think Bran warged that ooh, horse ooh, to her? To, to, don't, don't, to Arya. Don't. See what I just did? I literally just bit on something that I thought was cool and I immediately got goosebumps thinking about it. No, stop. I'm not thinking about it. I'm I not. Don't, no, Brandon, do shit, <laughs> man. Brandon, <laughs> you, know, you know what Brandon Brand is? Brandon's off right now, man. Brandon warmed into the lungs of that dragon to make sure that shit was blowing up bad. <laughs> he was the oh. smoke of that dragon. You know what I'm saying? If this motherfucker ends up on the throne, it's my TV's <laughs> getting busted next week, dude. Like, I'm not. I can't do it. I can't do Fucking it. He'll tear his ass onto the throne. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I just if I like that idea a lot. If somehow Bran warged a a, a a pale horse in there, but I definitely think that's way too cool of something for Bran to do. That <laughs> motherfucker yeah. is the worst character of Game of Thrones. I so I did like how they paid off these like past visions, Danny riding uh, the dragon uh, shadow sure. over King's Landing. Um, the wildfire started blowing up. I wasn't sure what to make of that. Like, was Cersei gonna blow them up, or are these just caches no, of wildfire? Just, people just had this shit sitting around. Yeah, like I don't, yeah. I don't understand what the plan was. Um, You're not supposed to. Yeah, I, I think it was just like kind of a wink and a nod to like, oh, there was some dragon fire left, guys. No big deal. Hey, but, I remember that one stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's some wildfire left. Sorry, guys, but it doesn't fucking matter at this point. Sure doesn't. Um, so where do we where do we go next week, man? King's Landing is decimated. So we go to Daenerys. Do, are we back in King's Landing next week? Or are we all, all the way all, back in Winterfell already? We're all we're still in King's Landing. That's where it's got to end. Okay. It's all ending right there. So I, I my 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 vision. So we basically, if that's the case. No We're Sansa, done. no Bran. I mean, I, I'm going to tell you no and hope for the best, but I'm going to tell you no. I think they just show up. I mean, there always has to be a Stark in Winterfell. I get that part, but like, they got to bring him to King's Landing, don't you think? I think the best option that you might have is you might see a fucking raven flying around. And you're like, oh, that's probably Bran. Sure. <laughs> and the, the directors are like, there's an arrow pointing at it. It's like, this is Bran. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's like, remember that Starbucks cup? This is Bran. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's uh, it's one of those things. Um, I think that next week we get Danny um, uh, uh, taking the throne or assuming to take the throne and a good I think truly we get a, a little bit of a time jump for after the battle. John confronting Danny with her actions, presenting her the facts that she acted very, very improperly, and her just still being the fucking madass queen, and John realizing that something has to be done. Are you meeting up with John? Telling him that I'm gonna kill this bitch, and those two plotting together to murder to usurp a Targaryen um, for John to take the throne, even though he doesn't want it. I think he will do it and probably name Arya his hand. 
I no. I'm just going to say no on that. That's fine. Uh, that's fine. I'm going off of what the Double Ds have given us. And what they've garbage. given us is that sure. garbage. Yeah, I, I really do think that my hot take preseason of this season is going to ruin Game of Thrones. Not inaccurate. Um, the the shit that they've paid off the most has been Arya. You know, like for all the things they could have done with all the characters, they really have made Arya a fucking badass. Um, for the most part. And so I, I think that that is the only thing I can rely on next week is that she does some more badass shit. She puts on somebody's face, she assassins Creed's the shit, and she kills Danny. Um, John, it's going to be tragic for John. Um, but that's all I can really rely on. Like, I don't know how it's going to end with John's a Targaryen, and who knows that. I don't know how it's going to end for Tyrion. Like, I, I'm just going to watch the episode, and I'm, like, basically, I'm, I'm declaring fan bankruptcy. Like, yeah. I'm broke. Like yep. I don't give a fuck anymore. I my, just want my it to tank end. is my tank is empty. Yeah, exactly. My my fuel tank is empty. Um, I'll, I'll have more to say. I think on Thursday when we do our regular podcast, I, I don't. I wouldn't mind talking about a couple of off the wall theories and ideas that I kind of have yeah. of like, hey, what if Arya kills John and then uses John face to kill uh, uh, Danny, and then <laughs> the, she sits she sits on the throne as John and fucking fake face like. I'd be pretty fucked up. I I think it could be really cool. Um, uh, I was gonna say let's save this, but I think it could be really cool if Danny confronts John, tries to burn him, but because he's Targaryen, he also happen. withstands the fire. Yep, just comes right out and just fucking stabs her in the heart. That'd be pretty cool. That would be Azor High. I mean, that it would be that, that might right. be the fulfillment of the prophecy. So I mean, I'm still. I'm still holding out hope, baby. No, my my tank is empty. I want this show to end the first seven seasons. I mean, you took one of my favorite TV shows ever. Yeah, and yeah. you you've really uh, you've really asked a lot of me as a fan for these six episodes, these I five th- episodes, and it's been exhaustive. I think that it's going to be an unsatisfying ending. Like uh, it's gonna be satisfyingly unsatisfying. I don't, I, I don't think anything that I I don't think anything about next week's episode could make me go. Yeah, the season's saved. The, no. Nothing about it's gonna change it. The for series, me. for that matter. Um, I think we're gonna look back in retrospect and like the entertainment value that the season provided. Um, you but know, like two years from ex- now, if you go and rewatch it, I think you're just having known what you've known now, you're just going to watch it and, and appreciate the sets and appreciate the action. But right now, it's just fucking killing me. It's we have come to expect a certain amount of quality from Game of Thrones as far as the the tactics, the um, the information back and forth, the killing, right. the killing off characters. And we've gotten truly none of that this season. And I really think that the big impact that comes with that is because there haven't been any books yeah yeah i think Um, i truly think that that's what it comes down to is i think the reason they're struggling so bad is because they don't have true source material to navigate off of and so i i sit back and wonder what happens if we would have waited for george to release these books and i realized that i would have been dead by the time this would have mattered so it doesn't matter i think the real fucked up part here is that it that because of the way the season's gone and the show's gone is that if he does release the books 
George R. R. Martin is the fucking hero because he's obviously going to make the books better. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's got to be better than the show. I mean, it's ten thousand percent better already, yeah. and it's not even out. Yeah, true that. Uh, anything in the wrap up here? No, I, 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 my beginning reaction to this episode has has taken so much out of me that I, I'm just we're we're filing fan bank bankruptcy together, uh, right? I mean, you and I, yep, we're I'm, bankrupt. I'm, I'm turning in my. Uh, Yep, it's it's all over. I'm waiting for the tax man cometh. Okay, I'm I'm with you. That's uh, that's gonna do it for us for the DTS podcast. I'm Tony. I'm Derek. I guess. See you, fuckers, later Thursday. this week. Yeah. Bye bye. Goodbye. <laughs>